record is activated. Let's start talking crap. <laughs> All right. Oren B. Andy G. How's it going, mate? I've been better, to be honest, mate. Just on the back been end. Been better? Been on the back end of a cold at the moment. Um, you, sound, you sound a bit squeaky. Yeah. Luckily, luckily it's not COVID. I have tested, but uh, yeah, it wasn't. Wasn't too flash. My nose is fucking sore from all the blowing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, had had two days off work um, at the end of the last four day set, so a slightly extended uh, few days off before the next set starts. But I should be right to go. But um, yeah, yeah, it was. It's it's almost weird though. Like I haven't had a cold in so long. Suddenly the yep. seasons change. It's autumn, yeah, and it is on. So yeah, not not terribly impressed with the old um, cold there. But anyway, you got to sort of just get through it. It's the man flu. I mean, it's debilitating, right? We've got to get this straight. It's the ma- yeah, it's man flu. <laughs> Believe it or not, Erin, Erin, and Chloe are both inside with it at the moment. <laughs> oh shit! Really? Yep. So they're they're both sort of they've been off today. And uh, what are the chances? It's our freaking wedding anniversary today. Oh so, fuck! Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So. Happy unfortunate Jeez. anniversary. I know. Yeah, it's the kind of luck we have. <laughs> so, oh, well. Jason, so your, yep. your anniversary is pretty damn close to your wife's birthday. Yeah, her birthday was only a couple of weeks ago. Yep. How'd that go? Uh, yeah. All right, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> what did you get her? Well, I, you didn't I tell can't me. even remember. I did get her something. <laughs> oh, I got her a, I got her a voucher for her favourite dress shop down the road so she can go shopping and Oh, Cooked the tea and, you're a good husband. Uh, a few other things, I suppose, <laughs> yeah. So. That's good, mate. How's the weather been up there? Is it on the improve now? You're getting a bit of blue sky now? Yeah, it's good now, man. It's really good. Mm. It's a pity it wasn't like this during the summer. Would have been nice. Oh, so you're getting the good stuff now. Yeah. Yeah, we probably had – oh, we had a little bit of rain the other day, but that, yeah. that's been – that's all we've had for probably a week or so now. But topsy uh, the east, eh? But the East Coast – um, you know, Cooks Beach, Wangamata, that sort of way. They got hammered the other night. They got 100, mm. nearly 130 millimetres of rain, and we never got a drop. It just all hit the east coast and just fell there. So. Well, it's funny how the weather can be so different on either side of the mountains. Yeah. Shit, yeah, just from, yeah. what is it, only probably 20 or 30 kilometres from one side you know, to yeah. the other. Well, I remember one day in Thames, it was absolutely stunning. And went over the hilltop of the Corpa Hikawai, came out the other side, it was shit. Like, it was just crazy how different it was. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, the torrential rain that hit Whangamata, for instance, or in that vicinity, has wiped out yet another highway. Yeah, yeah, they, they sort of, a big chunk of it fell away again this morning, didn't it? And it's sort yeah. of close, well, I don't know, I think it might be down like one lane under for light vehicles only or something, eh? They better oh, yeah. do something soon, eh? Because they're going to be totally cut off soon. Like there'll be no roads in or out. And if you're over that side, be like, oh, tough luck. Yeah. <laughs> you're stuck there. They're going to have to start chartering in a bunch of Cessnas, and people are just going to have to get around in two seater planes, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Get those rich dudes to fly their flash helicopters over yeah. here. Or just take a massive tunnel right underneath the mountains. Job done. Yep. But then that'll probably collapse. No, nah, they're going to have to – they have started some work on the Copacabana now. They've had machines up there and they're clear, clearing a lot of the mm. smaller slips and they're starting to do some work now on the big major ones. So it'll be interesting to, to sort of see what, what decision they come up with. I reckon – take them six months to make a decision, though. Yeah, I reckon the best option would be to build a bridge there. Just build a bridge and get over it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's probably the easiest option. Anyway, let's get into it. Two, three, four, five, down the tools. Up the money country. A radio guy, two best mates chatting on the fly. We're musos, we're dads, we're completely the same. We'll yarn about anything, it's all fair game. 
One hits nails and one nails hits. We'll review good beers and just shoot the sh. We're R&B and Andy G. And this is Tradio. Tradio. So I've got some interesting stats for you, mate. All right. It is a stats kind of day, isn't it? It is a stats uh, kind of day. day. It is census day, that's right. Thanks for the reminder, actually. Haven't done that. <laughs> Have you done your census? Yep. Oh, yeah, okay. you got that out of the bloody way. No, yeah. well, it's due tonight and we haven't even started yet, so thanks for the reminder. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway. Oh, you're fine. Yeah. Na, 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 na. Statman, here we go. <laughs> so this is these are stats about the podcast, and I found this quite interesting because it was only earlier today that I was looking at some of the numbers, and we'll just start by saying that we are in no way making a cent from doing this. We do it for the love of it. In fact, it costs us to do it. But I I find it very interesting having a look at the listenership because I I made this decision a long time ago is that I don't want to actively promote the podcast I don't want to be out there pushing I want to see how organic it can grow and doing it that way seems to be working it's being found now here's the thing we get downloads every day right I can't pinpoint exactly which country each downloads coming from I can just see which countries are listening which we'll look at in a minute but we've just had this constant number of downloads every day and then on the 5th of March we had a 220% spike and it just went mad on that one day yeah and then it's just settled again and it's gone back to normal <laughs> I wonder what that was about yeah it's just it's it's just picture it like um you know like a like a heart rate monitor it's just yeah. doing its thing and you get this little ups and you get the little downs and suddenly you just get this big fucking heart attack boom <laughs> and then it's, it's just crazy Um, I have no answer for it, but yeah, I thought you might be interested to know that just on the 5th of March, that one day, what was that, (laughs) Sunday, people must have been having a Sunday session or something because we had this sudden 220% spike. It's incredible. There must have been some bored people around, eh? I wonder what this one is. Let's have a listen. (laughs) It's just amazing. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, there's that. Other stats that I was keen to share is that because it's been a little while, because if you remember at the start of the podcast, we used to just start off with, hey, hello to all the different countries that are listening, and uh, haven't actually done that for a long time. So the statistics overview, having a look at the countries that are listening, and oh, here's another one for you. Our listenership has gone up 500% on this time last year, (laughs) which is pretty incredible. So if I was to have a look at all the countries that are actually listening to Tradio, and this this is forever fluctuating. I mean, if you remember a while back, we actually had more listeners in Australia. uh, Sorry, in in America than we did in Australia, and they were very close to New Zealand. And there was a point where we had more listeners in America than we had in New Zealand. All right, so the countries that are listening, this is an order of of um, uh, the country that listens the most. So, in fact, no, I'll start from the, I'll start from the country that listens the least. So we have um, at the bottom is an unknown country, so it must be just like, <laughs> like obscure countries, like tiny little islands in the middle of the Pacific or something that yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe get five minutes of internet a year. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, so in order from bottom to top, it goes Romania, Mexico, Italy, Germany, Colombia, Switzerland, Argentina, Russia, Ireland, the United Arab Emirates. We've got quite a big listenership in Spain, Canada, 
Australia, the UK, the USA, and of course New Zealand. <laughs> That's funny, eh? Oh, who would have thought? I know. It's just, I mean, how they found it? Well, I don't know. See, this is the thing. I mean, I, I don't have that kind of measure. I don't know how many of um, each listen comes from what country, but it does rank them in order. But how they find it, it's just organic, I guess. I don't know. Um, this is this is the exciting thing. I don't know. And actually, to be fair, I'm, I don't really want to go too further into it because if they're finding yeah, yeah. it, they're finding it. That's the main thing. <laughs> And um, if you want to, we'll just we'll just do this as a last a last stat for the Tradio podcast. And you're still enjoying it, right? I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, well, it's good to have a catch up and yeah, see well, what's going a, on and yeah, have a yarn. We we just uh, be honest with you. We just need to add more beer. Yep. But we'll work on that later. But the top ten most downloaded episodes. This is episode thirty nine. We're trucking along. But the top 10 most downloaded episodes, starting from the bottom of the list, uh, in 10th place is episode 34, which was the Christmas wrap, which was kind of our last episode <laughs> before Christmas, the episode before the one I forgot to put on. <laughs> yes. In <laughs> uh, 9th place is episode 33, Good Karma is Real, is what we call it. Um, obviously, uh, there was a story in there about you know, how we'd experience good karma, I believe. I think I, I name each episode randomly as I'm editing it, and if I hear a good bit, I think, ah, oh, that's what we'll call the episode. So uh, <laughs> in eighth place is Tradio episode 22, another day, another dirt bike crash. <laughs> <laughs> and we know, we, yeah. we, know, we know who that's relating to. This is the one where you broke your back. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't very good. <laughs> in seventh place is uh, episode 20, which we actually called 20 and going strong. Uh, Tradio episode 19 is in, you know, in sixth place, and it's called Never Drink a Warm Beer Again. So that was our husky beer cooler <laughs> giveaway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, in fifth place was Tradio episode 16, which was the human highlighter. If you remember that we spoke to a friend of mine who is one of New Zealand's best disc golfers and he wears nothing but fluorescent clothing. Yeah, yeah. In fourth place was episode 35, which was what I called uh, Summer Schmummer. And that was earlier in January this year, actually, which was us talking about how shit the summer's been. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, episode three of the top ten most downloaded of Tradio, and these are all sort of very late episodes, but episode thirty-five, uh, sorry, episode thirty-six is in third place. The unspoken rules of New Zealand life, which is where we uh, had listed all the different <laughs> yeah, uh, right. rules of being a Kiwi. In second place, actually, was our last episode, episode thirty-eight, the Toast Ghost. <laughs> the toast goes. That's right. <laughs> and uh, the top ranking episode, actually, so far, is episode thirty-seven, necessary Andy proofing, which is what we did to your boat, so I don't hurt myself every time I jump off it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I can still. Oh. I can clearly remember that day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, I'm happy to say. That um, there is like a um, an honourable mention for our first ever episode, which I think is the case for any podcast, but it was episode one, Meet Oren and Andy, which um, was actually our top ranking episode up until the end of last year. Oh, yeah. yeah. People just get to know, I say. Yeah, exactly. I mean, to say hello. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it's been it's been a lot of fun. The, the statistics are showing that if we leave it organic and people find it naturally, then it's it's working. Yeah. And 
I guess, you know, spending a lot of time trying to, pro- I mean, it's sweet if we talk to people about it, that's fine, but spending a lot of time online uh, promoting it is just like time I don't have. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we have a Facebook page, but we don't really do much with it. I mean, I've, I have thought about just shutting it down, but we'll just leave it there because if someone finds that, they'll find the podcast. But anyway. Yeah. So there you go. No, we'll, have to start getting, we'll have to start sort of proactively getting a little bit more stuff together again, eh? like getting – I was going to get Jamie on some stage soon on a wall, but he's just – I think I've just – his Facebook page is saying he's in Melbourne at the moment. He's just got to put a new show out over there, mm. so – He's probably not going to be back in New Zealand for a little bit. That's also yeah. I'll be honest. I'll try and get in touch with him and see if he's got time to do it while he's over there. Yeah. Well, this is. I mean, we we like getting guests onto the podcast, but I just think with the change in our work circumstances as of late, we've both been so fucking busy and off the charts. It's kind of taken a back seat. But you yeah. know, there's there's always time once we get into that settlement period because we're still trying to do that. Once we sort of settle down a bit more, then you know we can start. I mean, shit, it's even crossed my mind, mate, that maybe one day, what if we decided that we started recording this on a Saturday? Yeah. So that it's not a work night. We can have a couple of beers and we'll be a bit more chilled out. But uh, then if a Saturday doesn't work, we'll just move it to a Monday. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. You know. I'm, I'm easy I'm easy with whatever, <laughs> usually. Eh? Like um, most of the time at the moment, I'm sort of, you know, fairly fairly busy, I guess, at the moment. But I'm starting to get my head around everything for my job now. So it's, it's, yeah. it is becoming easier. It's very busy, but it's becoming easier. And this is uh, it. I mean, to get the stuff done. We're, we're so open here on Tradio. We talk about everything that we're even involving the listeners in our Tradio meetings. So, you know, <laughs> meeting adjourned. Yeah, oh, this is our AGM, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh shit! I didn't take the Ross. I didn't take the role actually. Uh, Oren, are you yeah. here? Present. Andy, I'm here. Oh, everyone's accounted for. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, never was, gets old. That was a hundred percent turnout. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> not like last time. Yeah, only a fifty percent turnout. <laughs> you know, talking about how. Time is hard to find at the moment, and it will settle. Is that I've I've actually had to put on hold my um my Britpop radio show that I was doing for Radio Southland. If you remember, I called it Mad for it. Oh yeah, that's I, right. I had to write the uh, the note to the station manager, who I might add was very good about it. I think I got about nineteen episodes of that out, so they're just going to put them on rotate for a little while, which is good. So they'll keep the show alive. Yep. But I just said to them, "Look, man, honestly, this is my fault. It's no fault of theirs. I was the one that approached them and said, hey, I've got this great idea. Will you run with it?'" And they did, and it was all down to me. But then I, after a little while, I'm like, "Actually, I've got to put together an entire show once a week." And having to put the whole show together without the use of a commercial radio studio. So I found it actually very, it was a lot of work. It actually took me, because the show was an hour long, and it actually took me more than an hour to prepare each show. So I was just thinking, well, I'm going into negative time getting this shit ready. So it's actually costing me a bit. And I just yeah, thought, yeah. actually, I, I should probably just put it on the back burner, take a step back, have a look at all the shit I do. Because, you know, I had the Britpop radio show, I've got this podcast. I work, obviously, and my shifts change every week. I'm a volunteer firefighter. You know, I've got three kids that keep me busy. You know, I've got a, a wife that I need to give some time to. And I just thought, you know, <laughs> we have to, something's got to give, and it had to be that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I've got another radio show as well on Lake FM and Talpo. So, Lake FM, yeah, yeah. that's right. So that's going well. But the reason yeah, why I've kept all the other stuff, and I've got a voiceover business too, so just chuck that on top. It's just, it's just, it just seems to be life in general, eh? 
it's just like it's just like I'm, I'm like that now I get up in the morning go to work and I do a whole day and by the time I get home I think where the hell did the day go <laughs> that's right and then you just just gone not enough hours mate nowhere near enough hours I oh, know mate if only the clock was you know 30 to 35 hours then we might just make it through yeah you know what's this eight hours of sleep about fuck who needs that yeah you know, I just heard a thing on the radio today about that actually I reckon uh it's a, they reckon that's a made-up fallacy. It was all made up for to suit the working sort of scenario. Like you do eight hours of work, you get eight hours play, and then you get eight hours sleep. Mm. So it all worked. But no, it doesn't work like that. Well, it's funny you thinking that because I was thinking the other day, they're talking about eight hours sleep. That's, that's like a third of your life that you're sleeping. Yeah. It's a long time. It's a fucking it long time. I mean, if you live to be 99 years old, you've slept 33 years of your life, you know. <laughs> Well, I reckon Obama, when he was in power, you know, he uh, he used to get five hours sleep a night. That was it. Mm. Mm. That's he was allowed. Too busy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is it. <laughs> Eight hours. Yeah. Not bad. I mean, if I can get that, brilliant. But uh, mm. earlier on today, actually, when I was about to go in and do my afternoon radio show in this very room, this little walk-in wardrobe where I do the podcast from, <laughs> I actually, because all of my equipment here is sitting on top of a, um, a tall boy dresser. Because yeah, we keep clothes in here as well, obviously. <laughs> and what I did is I just sat up against it on the floor earlier, and I had a ten-minute power nap before I did my radio show. And I woke up a box of fluffies, and I thought, "Fuck, ten minutes—that's all it needed. All it needed." Mate, you and I are so alike. I got home from work this afternoon. I was doing a few things, and since the missus was crook, I had to cook tea. So I got the stuff out ready to cook tea, and then I do it. I've just got to go and have a little kip. So I went lay down on the couch, and I fell asleep for about twenty minutes on the couch. <laughs> but, I woke up feeling so good, though. Yeah, I know. That's it, eh? Like, you just know, you just know there's that point where you are actually absolutely fucking shattered and just a power nap where you literally do fall asleep is like the perfect pick-me-up. Yeah. Because then you, if, you, if you sleep too long, you get, you, get past that, you get past that threshold, don't you? You know, there's that threshold where maybe you have slept just that little bit too much and you wake up shitty. Yeah. <laughs> like a baby, eh? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then my wife picks up on it. Like, what's yep. wrong with you? Oh, nothing. I just overslept. What are you doing sleeping? <laughs> well, your granddad naps now. We're getting older. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There needs to be that. Yeah. No, you got you to gotta get your sleep. I'm, I'm a shocker for it, eh? Like, if I get to the weekend and I'm like, this weekend just gone was a good one. Yeah. I had a real busy week last week. Got to the weekend and uh, just, yeah, grumpy. Just grumpy weekend, you know? Like, just couldn't get enough sleep. And I still haven't got enough. Eh? I had a terrible sleep last night. Struggling with sleep. Mm. I've got very damaged. I mean, there must be too many things going through my mind. Yeah. <laughs> the old cogs are ticking over. Yeah, well, that's it. I've always yeah. known you to be like that. Yeah. But then my toddler sleeps in our bed, and I've got very damaged kidneys. <laughs> but I think because she kicks, she boots, mate. She boots in her sleep. And having my back turned to her is the best thing because it's either my kidneys or my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Took me... Uh, Four hours to drive home the other night. <laughs> from from where? I left Hamilton. Four hours. And I drove back and I got to the got to the Kopu Bridge, and it was gridlocked. And uh, I drove over there and it said on the big sign on the side of the road that the State Highway Twenty Five was closed, heading into Thames. So, and then I heard through a couple of text messages that I got from people that there was an an accident there, and. Uh, so, yeah, I crawled up the road. It took me 45 minutes to get from the end of the bridge at the roundabout to the, beside the pub. 
And then I looked at the pub on Friday afternoon. There's quite a few people in there, and I thought it would probably be the busiest night that pub's had in years. So I actually just turned into the pub in the end. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> went in there, got a, got a pint of beer, went and found a couple of my mates that were in there already. They'd done the same thing because uh, they were driving home from work and couldn't get home. So we brilliant. All, I'll tell you what, it was the busiest night I've seen in that pub <laughs> for years. It was awesome. Is that, that the know, pub down cu- in Corpo? Had a couple there. of beers. That's the pub at the roundabout in Corpo. Yeah, yeah, the old... <laughs> Uh, the old Koku pub there. Yeah, was, yeah bloody good. hell. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, bloody guy on a Harley had pulled out to pass a car. I didn't realise that the car ahead of that had stopped in the middle of the lane, in the middle of the road. Oh, shit. Turned. Yeah, and, but he was doing, like, someone, someone reckons he was doing like about 120 k's an hour. Isn't it 50 along there? Yeah, it's all 80, I think. 80. But he was uh, like a, I think it might have been like a gang guy. I think by the sounds through the, oh, through the grapevine. Made a little mistake and accidentally run into the back of a car. So yeah. survived. Like, he was pretty badly injured by the sounds of things. But, uh, yeah, delayed everyone. But, I mean, it had, it had every cloud has a silver lining. I ended up in the pub having a beer with a mate. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> so we did a, um, at the fire station, uh, we stood to attention for a minute and uh, and spared a moment to think about the two firefighters that were lost in the Mudawai storms a while back, uh, Craig Stevens and uh, Dave Van Zwanenberg, so two volunteer firefighters that sadly lost their lives. And um, Yeah, that was bad, eh? There were brigades all across the country who were standing in parade outside their stations and they, they let the sirens go up and that, and we did it here too, and it was actually quite a moment, to be honest, because, you know, it's not something we want to have to do. And it's not something that luckily happens very often, but uh, yeah, it was quite a surreal moment, to be honest. And, you know, even when the siren goes up for a general call out, the adrenaline gets running. Imagine standing out the front of the station when the siren goes up. You go, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, mad respect for the two firefighters that lost their lives. I mean, you know, doing what they were doing for their locals and. Yeah, well, if anyone overseas listening doesn't know what we're talking about, if you, if you had been watching any of the news lately about New Zealand, it's um, it's been absolutely decimated with big floods, mm. and uh, some of the areas in New Zealand got absolutely de- devastated. Complete towns washed away, bridges gone, roads gone, infrastructure just totally destroyed. So yeah, it was a, it was a big. I think eleven people in total lost their lives, didn't they? Yeah, they did. 11? I believe yeah. that they've um, so, found everyone they need to find in the Hawkes Bay area, or oh, bar one. But, um, yeah, these two firefighters in Mudawai were actually busy searching a house when a big slip came down and buried them. Uh, Craig yeah, Stevens, yeah, Craig Stevens was pulled from the uh, slip, but they didn't find Dave until a day or two later, I think. Yes, not good. But, yeah, so thoughts with the Mudawai uh, locals and also the families and everyone known to those firefighters as well. Story for you, mate. I broke a secure door at work. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I work in the 111 call centre in the city centre and you have to use swipe cards to get in everywhere. Like every door is secure and you've got to use a swipe card to be able to open every door. Uh, So very secure, as you can imagine. Anyway, I was going out to make a cup of tea and um, just trying to think what the part of the door is. But anyway... Where the door actually, I opened the door to get out to go into one of the kitchens and it's the main door in and out of the St John Call Centre and my belt loop on my pants 
as I was walking out, I managed to catch it on the little metal strip where the door, the door actually locks shut. You know where the catch is. Yeah, and what your belt got caught on it. Yes, yeah, so my belt loop. You know, like the loop on my pants where you feed your belt through. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the the loop actually caught. What do what do you call those little strips? You know where the door. The door actually locks oh, on the top. little tongue thing where the door, yeah. the latch goes into. There you go, the, the tongue thing where the latch goes into. Yeah. So because there's, <laughs> there's a little bit that overhangs out yeah. generally, my, my, my actual belt loop on my pants got caught on it and it bent it outwards. I think it's called a striker. Oh, there you go. A strike, yeah. Well, you'd know. But anyway, so I'd bent this thing out and the door never shut again and I couldn't bend it back in because it's quite thick metal. <laughs> it was a hell of a twang too. My pants weren't even damaged. Anyway, because I, I couldn't bend it back in and so the door couldn't shut and then suddenly like the little sensor on the wall where you've got to sort of tap your card to open the door, when, it's, when it senses that a door hasn't shut properly, it starts beeping away. So this, and they get and they get louder and louder and louder because obviously they want someone to know that the secure door hasn't shut behind them. And I was desperately trying to bend this thing back in. I don't think anyone noticed it was me. So if anyone I work with listens to this podcast, they're now going to know. But <laughs> but anyway, yeah, just this thing's bent out, couldn't get it back in. This sensor is just going for gold because the door just wouldn't shut. And I thought, fuck, I've actually just compromised security here. <laughs> with my pants <laughs> must be tough pants well yeah I mean there was no damage done to them but you know this this metal was it's like a well, it's like an alloy is it like an alloy and it's about two or three mil thick yeah yeah. I still managed to bend it out and bugger the, bugger <laughs> the door walking past it I hate when your pants get caught on stuff like that when you're walking past and you that catches you by surprise and it tears you off your feet <laughs> like what am I what are my work pants made of that they didn't break Maybe they should make airplane black boxes out of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Kevlar <laughs> pants. Anyway, yeah, so I haven't been working there long, but I've already broken something important. <laughs> I had a, uh, I got a little story for you. Had a, had a day out with Blake on the weekend. It was mm. quite cool. Had a, uh, a, a dad Sunday out. We uh, Very good. decided that the last minute, some friends, a friend of mine was going to the, um, the, uh, what was it called? Moto Fest 2022, uh, 2023, sorry, at um, Hampton Downs all the, to watch the super bikes. Oh, yeah. And he said, oh, you should come over and join us. So last minute we thought, yeah, let's go. So we drove over and got there for the day, eh? And the, the super bikes were doing, as, like, as we walked in the gate, the super bikes were doing their their qualifying laps. And Blake's never seen bikes moving that fast before. <laughs> Walks in the gate, wanders up to buy the fence, and this bike just goes, Past it like 300 k's an hour, eh? And he just stops dead in his tracks <laughs> and he's just staring at them. And just, I go, You're right. And he looks at me and he goes, They're really noisy, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we had to get him some earplugs in the end. Yeah. Put his earplugs in there, was all right. But you, tell you what, man, that was like, that was actually a cool day out, eh? Blake was really getting into it in the end. Where was it? Ha- Hampton Downs, you know, the, oh, the yeah. racetrack. Oh, yeah. That's not too far. No, right? it, nah, it was about, oh, probably about 50 minutes, I suppose, took to mm. get there. It's not too far away, eh? but there's another one coming up uh, in about well, a couple of months. I think they're having another big superbike meet and stuff like that there. So we're going to go over and, and go over and watch. And you can actually camp there for the weekend. They've got a big area where you can take camper vans and tents and stuff. So oh, that's the go. 
Yeah, some friends, the friends ours that we met over there, they were actually staying the night and watching day two as well because they had more racing on the Sunday. So Blake said he wanted to go back and watch the Sunday, but we're already home. So mm. but I said, well, next time we'll, we'll go over and we'll stay the weekend and camp and watch the bikes all weekend. Yeah, so. shit, yeah. Because in, in the last episode of Tradeo, you were telling me that um, you were coming down to Christchurch and you were going to look to extend your stay across the last weekend of March so we could catch up a bit more. But then you said that you couldn't because you were going to go to the Monster Trucks. Um is that still happening though, the monster trucks? Because I know that the promoter for that show across New Zealand <laughs> threw his toys and told New Zealand to fuck off after he got complaints yeah. about it. This is where it all gets all goes to shit. Because I told my boss, I said, "Yeah, book it and make it make me fly back on the Saturday afternoon or something, so I can have a gun and a beer with me mate." And he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah." Right. And then a couple of days later, I was driving down the street and I saw a sign on the side of the road for the the monster trucks, and I went. Shit, I think that's the day that I was going to fly back. <laughs> so I checked. Sure enough, it was. So I quickly rung my boss back and said, hope you haven't booked the airline tickets because um, I actually need to be back on that Saturday. I'm supposed to be taking my son to the monster trucks. And he's like, oh, you don't want to miss that? And he goes, no, I haven't booked it yet. So he goes, I'll just fly you back on the Friday night. And I was like, oh, okay, sweet. So we got it all sorted. He booked my tickets. And uh, and then they went and cancelled the bloody event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so they they oh. have they have cancelled that one then. Yeah, they pulled the pin on that one, so mm. I got my money back. Yeah, um, because bit of a backstory there is that they'd had events around a couple of events in the North Island, and there were complaints from people saying that the shows were terrible and that that was just fuck all to watch. And the promoter actually, his reaction was worse than the show by the sounds yeah. of it. It's just been a wanker, eh? Just like yeah. just oh, stuff you in and just pulled the pin on all the shows. I think they still had one or two in Auckland the other day, and that was it. The big, they were going to do some couple big ones up there, but but he pretty know. much gave New Zealand the big fuck you and said how much he hates New Zealand. And I thought, well, that's actually not going to bode well for you. In yeah, yeah. Nah. So we're uh, I took him to the super bikes the other day, and plus uh, there's some supercross coming back to New Zealand, the Australian round of the Monster Energy Supercross. Yeah. So and they're going to have it up in Auckland on the big stadiums, and that's in the middle of April, I think. So mm. we're going to get tickets and go and see that instead. Oh, you're nice. So that'd be that'd be cool. So I was sitting in the uh, in the lounge a couple of days ago, and um, underneath the, the sink in the kitchen, we've got the dishwasher just underneath it to the left, and I could just hear this chomping, you know, this this noise. It's like fuck. Yeah. There's a mouse under there, you know. It was like that obvious mouse chewing wood yeah. kind of sound. I thought fuck, you know, how did it get in? I mean, it's a pretty pretty airtight house, but anyway, uh, can't see the thing, and then it popped up again. Oh, no, it was probably a week ago I first heard it. And then my wife and I heard it again a couple of days ago. And we thought, fuck, there's a mouse in there, so we need to get a trap. So we, we still have to sort a trap. But the craziest thing is, like, we then sort of forgot about it. And we've got an inspection because we live in a rental, right? So we've got a stranger coming to make sure we're living cleanly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we've been busy cleaning the house, and I I absolutely emptied our bedroom and just gave it the most insane clean out. And anyway, I I took the vacuum cleaner, um, you know, like the cyclone tube, if you like to call it that, on the front of the vacuum cleaner, whatever you yep. call it, the the catcher. And I took yep. it out of the back garden to empty it into a paper bag, and this paper bag was flat packed folded nicely in the bottom drawer in the kitchen. I took it outside, I opened it, and then I emptied all the dust into it. And suddenly the fucking dust is moving. And I looked in the <laughs> dust and there was a mouse in there. And it was, it was in the vacuum cleaner. It must have been in the vacuum cleaner. 
which is re- really strange because I didn't suck up a mouse in the bedroom. There's no sign of a mouse having been anywhere. I mean, the bedroom wasn't that messy, but then had it climbed into the vacuum cleaner through the tube and just made its way up into the, the cat? Maybe, eh? Because that, that's the only other way it could have happened. I didn't suck up a mouse. I would have fucking known. <laughs> and there's this mouse in this paper bag once I'd emptied all the dust into it. And the, and the thing has obviously survived this vacuum cleaner going for at least 25 minutes. Imagine what it went through. Like going through a tumble dryer. <laughs> well, I showed, I showed it to my wife. And we were just like in disbelief. And this, this mouse looked pretty traumatised. It was like, holy fuck, what just happened? Um, <laughs> and it did. It looked like it had just been in this dust. And it was odd because obviously I got this paper bag out of the bottom drawer in the kitchen and it was flat. There was no mouse in it. So this thing <laughs> must have been living in the vacuum cleaner and actually just, um, you know, just been in there. Through, it had just gone through this whole ordeal of me cleaning our room. Anyway, so what I did then is I thought, fucking hell, I mean, I didn't want to kill it because I, I, you know, I just don't feel right doing that. So what I did is I just left it in the paper bag and then double paper bagged it. And then I hung it up on a uh, sensor light outside the back door. So the bags were just hanging there. And there was no yeah. way the mouse could have got out of this bag. And there was nowhere it could have gone if it had climbed up. And I thought, I'll deal with that later. So because all I was going to do was just fold up the bag, put it into something else and put it in the rubbish bin. I just couldn't, I couldn't face killing this mouse. So I, I know it's a bit, yeah, anyway. Um, Man up. I'm a, <laughs> I know. I just don't, I just don't like the idea of it. But anyway, um, I thought I'd give it a chance. Anyway, so about an hour later, I went back out to grab this bag of dust and took it off the, um, off the sensor light out the back. And when I looked in there again, the fucking mouse wasn't in there. So... <laughs> He's back in your bedroom. Yeah. So our old mate has managed to get out somehow. And, um, yeah, we don't know where the mouse went. But we thought, okay, mouse had a chance. It's a lucky mouse. And he was too much of a wuss to fucking kill it. So, you know, we kind of uh, reap what we sow. But anyway, so this, this mouse, I don't know where it went. And then my wife and I were kind of looking at each other and we were like, I wonder if it's just one of those things where it was like a figment of our imagination. And there wasn't really a mouse, we were just imagining it, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, the only feasible explanation for this mouse was it was living in the vacuum cleaner. But we can't figure out how it would have got in there because... Houdini I mean, yes, mouse. It, it could have got up the tube, obviously, but how it got into the cupboard with the vacuum cleaner is we've got no idea because there's no mouse-sized gaps anywhere. <laughs> I'll so tell you what, they can get through some amazingly small places, you know. They oh, just, I know. But here's, yeah. here's another thing, actually, because we were talking about how the dishwasher, we thought there was something under the dishwasher. My wife opened the dishwasher a couple of days ago, and this, like, pink... Obviously, the dishwasher had done its thing, so the dishes were still wet. But when she opened the door, she looked in there, and there was this dry pink insulation-type stuff on top of the dishes. So it almost like it had come out from the top of the dishwasher. There's like a cavity up the top. Yeah. And maybe the mouse is up there because the the insulation (laughs) stuff was dry. It wasn't wet. So we think maybe our mousy friend is living up on top of the dishwasher and just using the insulation for, I don't know. We're going to have to do some investigation because there is a mouse somewhere. I don't know if it's the one I caught and we gave it a fresh go, but, um, yeah, we, we've got a bit of work to do <laughs> to try to find this. Yeah, little da- dangerous little buggers too, and you don't know where they are because they, oh. they, they love to chew on wires and mm. 
yeah. nasty little things. You know? so we just, I've, I've had a heap of them set around. I, I went through a phase and I caught like quite a few big big rats and a couple of mice around here, eh? and then it sort of dried up and mm. haven't seen me for a while. But now we've got a cat, so uh, <laughs> hopefully, yeah. hopefully there'll be none well, around here. Can we borrow your cat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Send it down, chuck it in an envelope. Mouth catcher. <laughs> My daughter Mia, 10 years old, she... um. We, we, my wife had brought in a pile of washing off the line and normally what we do is we'll hang it up once it's washed, we'll let it dry and then we'll bring it all in. It just gets dumped on the couch in a big pile and it might stay there for one or two days and everyone just comes and goes and they sit on it as part of the couch and I, I like to make the washing <laughs> pile a comfortable little backrest when I'm sitting on the couch, you know. Yeah, so gets, we do the same thing, mate. <laughs> so it gets, gets flattened into the couch and sometimes you find socks in all the cracks. And Anyway... Mia, my ten-year-old, was sitting on this pile the other night, and suddenly she just started screaming. <clears throat> what the fuck, man? Like this was hysterical screaming, where you just couldn't get anything out of her around what was wrong. And she's a bit like that. She gets pretty hysterical about things. And yep. you've just got to try and go through a breathing process with her, just so you can actually find out what the fuck's happening. Anyway, what's happened is that she's got. She says something's bitten me. And we're looking at the top of her thigh, because she's got shorts on, we're looking at the top of her thigh, and there's this black thing stuck in her leg, and it's welted. I think, what the fuck is that? We're having a look around. Anyway, my wife finds a honeybee on the lounge floor. So it turns out there was a bee living in the washing, which had been there for two days. It must have (laughs) finally dug its way out to the top. Got a bit irritated by my daughter sitting there, decided to chuck its ass into her fucking thigh. And uh, yeah, she got a pretty sizable sting in her thigh just by sitting on the washing pile. So that's just a warning to everyone: if you're bringing your washing in, maybe check like a, for bees. Yeah, check for bees, or put it away as soon as you get it in the house, and then just check each garment before you actually store it. Talking about getting stung by things, I don't know if I did I tell you in the last podcast about going through the, the uh, wasp nest. No, we do by riding. Oh, did you? We rode through, and I was walking, riding down the track, and I could see all these things in the air, and they looked like mosquitoes, oh, just yeah. a big cloud of them. And I was like, I wonder what that is? And as I went through it, the first one stung me. Oh, shit. No, I didn't. <laughs> and I went, wasps, and took off down the track. <laughs> and the bloody things got into everything, eh? And they got into my glove. They got into my shirt. Oh. I got stung all over the place. And they hurt, man, those German wasps. God, they hurt. Did you have a few yeah. of them hit your visor? As you went through them? <laughs> Uh, nah, because luckily none went into my into around my face of my helmet. One got me just on the chest, one got me on the hand, and another one got me on the arm a couple of times. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So one not as bad as one of the other guys. He got about three down his shirt, and they stung the shit out of him. <laughs> he had about eight stings on him. Eh? You're not allergic to that though, are you? You don't. You're not anaphylactic or anything. Nah, well, no, they just it. hurt. Yeah, just feels like someone stabbed you with a big needle or something. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> Wasps, yeah, they're just, they're just fucking pointless things, aren't they? Pointless things. Blake did it one day years ago. We were at uh, some friend's place, and he was try- and he was hanging around by the ranch slider, and he was only a little baby, and he was trying to catch flies on the on the ranch slider. Mm. Problem was, it wasn't a fly; it was a big wasp, and he managed to grab it. <laughs> <laughs> we just heard him scream. We went over there, and he opened his hand, and he's got this big wasp flies out, and he's been stung on the hand a couple of times by a big German wasp. <laughs> and he was only about, God, he would have only been two. Uh, so. yeah. Well, the kids don't get it, eh? Like uh, yeah. my, my toddler, Elise, she's, I mean, because we get the old house flying. And, you know, touch wood, actually, this is this summer has been very good for flies. Like, we haven't had any, really. 
Oh, yeah. bloody yeah. good. But the odd one has been starting to come in, and she just thinks they're bees. So um, hopefully her understanding of a bee is not to catch it. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, Blake hightails it now out of the room. If he sees a wasp come in, he just gets up and goes, wasp, and boom, <laughs> gone. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I'm like the household whitetail spider catcher. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I live in a house of four other girls. If they spot a spider, it's me. Yeah. Normally, has got to deal with the bastard. I caught a fucking huge one the other night. Just bigger than a fifty cent piece. This thing was massive. Yeah, they look they look pretty scary when they get that big eye. They're like, ooh, that's a dodgy looking thing. Yeah, but the thing is, if you go and if you try and get them, I normally use a jar. But if you try and get close to them and they sense you there, they jump. Yeah, and they take they go fast, eh? Yeah, I've had one land on me after jumping once, and that I I screeched worse than my wife did. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've I've seen a white tail spider bite on my brother's leg. You know, when he was yeah. he was sleeping, he'd had a white tail bite his leg, and my fucking god, it was terrible for days. Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty bad. Yeah. I'd have made him up in hospital with one. He got bitten on with he bit. It's on the side of his leg, I think. Hmm. And it turned into this big septic wound, eh? And they had to blim and give them antibiotics and they had to sort of semi-dig it out and stitch it up again. And yeah, it almost eats your fucking skin, mate. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It almost melts it away. Fancy a dad joke off. I'm sure we can figure something out. I'm ready, mate. I'm ready. You ready as I'll have <laughs> Here is a little bit. Dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. So we're just talking about spiders. And my daughter asked for a pet spider for her birthday, so I went to our local pet store to get one. They cost fucking $30. I mean, that's way too expensive. I get one much cheaper off the web. (laughs) (laughs) What did the buffalo say when his son left? (laughs) Bison. (laughs) (laughs) A colon can completely change the meaning of a sentence. For example, Jane ate her friend's sandwich. Or Jane ate her friend's colon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) (laughs) What do you call a psychic little person who escaped from prison? I don't know. I'm sure I've heard this one. (laughs) A small medium at large. (laughs) (laughs) What's the difference between a vegan... And a computer programmer. <laughs> One is disgusted by a rack of lamb and the other is disgusted by a lack of ram. <laughs> <laughs> What's the best way to watch a, watch a fly fishing tournament? I don't know. Live stream it. <laughs> Very good. Oh. Uh, dead joke, dead. <laughs> Yay. What do you call a pig with four eyes? It's a pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a pig. Hey, I got one. It's taken 39 episodes. <laughs> I, I, I saw it cranking over in your head there for a minute. What's green and has wheels? <laughs> Kermit the Frog and a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> Grass. I lied about the wheels. <laughs> uh... Alright, this is my last one and it's, it's longish but it's, it's good fun. If the person who named walkie talkies named everything <laughs> st- Let's see where this is going. Stamps would be called licky sticky. 
defibrillators or AEDs would be called hearty starties. <laughs> hearty starties. Bees would be called fuzzy buzzies. <laughs> a, a pregnancy test would be called a maybe baby. <laughs> a bra would be called a breasty nesty. Booby hammock. <laughs> a fork could be called a stabby grabby. <laughs> Socks could be called feety heaty. And a couple more. Uh, wallets would be called cashy stashy. <laughs> Cats would be called furry purries. <laughs> and an alarm clock could be called a sleepy beepy. <laughs> sleepy beepy. <laughs> Oh, I like it. That's a good one. Sleepy oh. <laughs> beepy. I recently got fired from my taxi driver's job. Turns out customers don't appreciate it when you go the extra mile. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, though, I hate it when taxi drivers do take the piss and think you don't know where you are and they do go the extra mile. Yep. I'll just take this special shortcut I know, eh? Yeah. <laughs> dad jokes are bad jokes, but actually they're good jokes because we're dads. Tradio. Just before we wrap it up, I did have something else here which I think we can work on for the next episode here. Um, I didn't really have enough to go on here. But the other day when I was fueling up my car... Like half a toilet seat. Didn't have enough to go on. <laughs> <laughs> the dad jokes are over, mate, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> no, I was, when I was fueling up the car the other day, and I generally you know, my wife is very good at doing the budget. Like, yep. I go to work, I earn the money, I never see the money, she does the budget, she looks after it, makes sure that everything is paid, and I fucking love her for that. But we always get 50 bucks a week for fuel, and that's actually quite enough. That, that, that's enough to last, you know, till the next pay. Anyway, what I do is when I go to the petrol station, I always set 50 automatically on the petrol pump. And yep. this is something to think about that we could probably expand and get a few more answers for for the next podcast. But do you know what? There is nothing fucking longer that takes longer than waiting for the last dollar of fuel to dispense when you've got it on auto. Takes ages, eh? It's like, yeah. Just, it's like the fuel companies don't want to lose that one millimetre of fuel. So it just sort of goes... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a bad prostate, eh? It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like trying to shit through the eye of a needle, right? Um, <laughs> but that's it. You put 50 in automatically. When it gets to like 49 bucks, it just slows right the fuck down and you're like, come on. <laughs> there was nothing that takes longer than the last dollar of fuel to dispense. But then I want to be proven wrong. So we'll get some thoughts on that in the next episode. We'll come back with a few more. I I do have actually one more to add to that. How about when you're at the gym and you're doing a plank? There is nothing worse than a one-minute plank. That's a very long minute. That is a long minute. Or a wall sit. Your legs start quivering. (laughs) (laughs) Is it done yet? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So things that take longer than they really are. Food for thought, and we'll have a look at that. Actually, I had an example of that this morning. Yeah. I had to go to the gas station and filled up. Then I went over to the automatic air pump because I noticed one of my tyres was a bit flat. So I set it to like 46 PSI, whatever it was on the thing. I plugged it in and it goes, and you look over at the thing and it goes up like one PSI. A little pump going, then it goes, 
goes up a little bit more, and I'm like, you're freaking joking me. Yeah, yeah. It took me freaking ages to pump my tyres up. Because uh, <laughs> I put 45 PSI in my tyres, and sometimes the machine I use, it goes up to 40, and then it goes, and it goes up to like 52, and like, fuck no, too much, and then it goes, <laughs> it's trying to correct itself <laughs> yeah. and um, oh, one more thing actually one more thing we could probably add to that is your wife explaining something to you that you already understand <laughs> yep <laughs> but she's like she's wife explaining it and you're just like yep. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're just nodding <laughs> just, just, just nodding yeah. Yeah. yes dear yeah, yeah, but you try, uh, but already, I, I think I, I think I've heard this one. But. <laughs> oh, 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 mate, good catch up. I better go and see the wife. Talking of that, yep, yep. And I'll leave you to go no, and. I better, uh, go and I better go and see my speech since my anniversary. I don't want to go in there because she's all snotty and stuff, and it's like, uh. yeah. Well, what's this about, mate? Doing a podcast on her birthday and on her anniversary, especially when she's sick. Come on. I actually know. Well, we not... did it on her birthday too, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ben, you know what, though? I'm not going to complain. I mean, you know, you'd rather spend time with me than your wife. That's fine. <laughs> oh, mate. Any day of the week. Any... <laughs> like I said at the start of the podcast, just needs more beer. <laughs> yeah, needs more beer. I'll have to do one of these on a Saturday soon, I think. I think so, mate. Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. Good to catch up, mate. Have a good eat and see you next time. Okay. See ya. I'll push the leave you button. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.